When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the big games and the B1G. Now, before we get into the housekeeping portion of the show, I want to go ahead and shout out to a few uh, new listeners out there, or actually one, and that is Zach Glasgow of the Navy. That's right, your U.S. Navy, guys. We got a seaman in the house, a sailor. Zach Glasgow, thank you, buddy, for listening, and I'm glad you enjoy it. And hopefully you can talk my son into actually listening to his father act like a jackass uh, and being a Michigan Wolverine fan. That is actually one of my true sadnesses in my life is that my son chose not to be a Michigan Wolverine. He's no other fan. He just really doesn't like football or anything else. That comes to sports, he's just an overall killer and everything else. So, I'm glad I have you, Zach. Keep strong, pal. Get your family involved. Let's get your whole family to become Michigan maniacs. So, let's get to the uh, thank you, kid. Thank you for your service and everything you guys do for us every day and what you will do in your future service for our great country. Thank you very much. Um, now, smack my kid in the head. Now, uh... Let's get to this. The uh, housekeeping is go to the YouTube page. I know I've been slacking. I've been getting killed at work, but I've got everything ready to go, so that should be up shortly. Um, new episodes of the reaction episodes of Illinois and Iowa will be up soon. Uh, also go to the social media portion of it, which is the Facebook fan page, the Michigan Maniac Podcast. Also, uh, Instagram, both of them. I post memes, I talk to fans, I do everything, it's fantastic. So, if you guys go to whatever platform you listen to, and you are able to leave a uh, review, please do so. Rate and review, because I need to get seen as by as many people as possible. It's pretty awesome, because this stuff works, it really does. Uh, when you do that, I will, you send me a DM letting me know what platform you did it on, your full name, and I'll send you a sticker. That is as cool as it gets, man. These stickers aren't cheap. They're actually, well, they're really good quality. Um, other big news, I said this earlier in the other podcast, but we got picked up by Laughable App, the Laughable App, which they don't even support this podcast yet, as in monetary, but just having them pick me up is fantastic. I mean, it is a comedy app. Uh, I use it all the time just so I can listen to podcasts or even routines from my favorite comedians. Just go ahead and search Michigan Maniacs. We're right there. It's fantastic. It makes me feel good because, you know, I do stand-up as well. So I just like to be amongst guys that I truly admire. And just to be a part of that app is awesome. Um, so let's get into the uh, big games and the B1G. Now... Let's face it, we are the like prime time matchup of the week. 
I there are a few. The, I I'll be honest, man. I had a hard time picking which ones I really wanted to review, so I just picked them all because they because just listen, just listen to the ones and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, number four, Ohio State goes up goes into uh, Northwestern to play Northwest. That's right, Northwestern, the book nerds. All right, uh, Purdue goes into Kinnick to play Iowa. Wisconsin goes into Illinois, Minnesota goes into Rutgers, and Indiana goes into Maryland. Those are the games. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with this week, right? So I decided to break uh, some of them down. Some will be longer, some will be shorter. Let's get into the shorter ones, and that is most obviously the the free wins of the week. The uh, Check them off because you're going to win this game. Uh, Wisconsin goes into Illinois. They are favored by 31. They're given 31. To Illinois, uh, bet that bet the house on that one. They're going to get 50, 55 points on Illinois. Um, it's it's easy one. Why break it down? They, I mean, boom. Brandon Pierce might even play. Uh, Illinois is who they are. Whatever they got, uh, you know, Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt over there as their tall wide receiver. They're going to do nothing. Wisconsin is going to obliterate them. It'll be done by halftime. Uh, so take the 31, I would say. Minnesota goes into Rutgers, New Jersey. Piscataway, the, not the armpit of New Jersey because East Orange is the armpit of New Jersey. I've been there. Trust me, it is. Um, even the mob won't go in into East Orange. That's how awful it is. Um, but Minnesota goes in. 28-point favorite, given 28 points to Rutgers. I would assume that's a that's a safe bet, too. If you're parlaying, parlay it with uh, fucking Wisconsin. I don't know. I don't have faith in I don't have faith in Minnesota. I don't think... I think they're the softest undefeated team in the Big Ten. I really do. I think they're soft. I don't think they... They have a decent defense and an okay offensive strategy. I don't think they're great. I mean, we're going to find out soon. You're not going to learn shit from watching them beat up on Rutgers. I mean, come on. No, who's That'd be like if, if I saw a grown man smacking around a kid. I'm not going to know how tough he is. He's smacking around a kid. That's exactly what's going to go on. So these two games bore me. They're going to win. Now, granted, if either one of those two teams pull off a victory, then it's going to lead the show on the results show. But I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, now let's get into one that actually semi interests me, and that's Indiana going into Maryland, right? All this hype about Maryland at the beginning of the season, and they have really stunk out the joint in the last couple weeks. Um, to be quite honest, they only have one real big game that was an impressive win, and that was against uh, Syracuse. I only mentioned Syracuse because they were ranked 21st in the nation at the time when they played, and I'm not into revisionist history. Uh, and I, they, I don't even think they're ranked right now. They're pure garbage, uh, Syracuse. But when Maryland played them, they were ranked, and that needs to be mentioned. 63-20, pretty decent win. People thought they were for real. I now, I never did. I still think they're garbage. I've always thought they were garbage. Whatever. Now, they uh, are going up against Indiana. Now, Indiana is an interesting team, right? They are, I don't even know what their record is. Um, but 
they're one of those teams that can bite you in the ass if you allow them to. They have a sneaky, decent defense. I mean, they're 19th overall defense, right, for yards. And then they're 50th ranked offense. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, they're they're going to they're going to win by more than five and a half, and that's what the the, the point spread is. There, they're given five and a half. I see them probably winning by 14. You know, I mean, especially when you see that they're the the key uh, the key outs or the key injuries of this game. Indiana really doesn't have anybody that's missing. I mean, they have a bunch of people hurt, but no one you can really point to and be like, oh, that's their star. On the other hand, though, Maryland uh, has two. They have a few people out, but there's two major injuries. That one, Anthony McFarland, their running back, is questionable for Saturday. And then their transfer quarterback, Josh Jackson, is doubtful for Saturday. If those two, two, if those two dudes don't play, Indiana will win, will win by three touchdowns. Easily, plain and simple, it's not even worth talking about. Maryland has the 104th ranked defense and the 62nd ranked offense. And if they don't have their starting running back and their starting quarterback, that drops significantly. So uh, expect Indiana to cover the five and the half. Um, so yeah, that that would be a decent game. Not, I mean, you don't def you definitely don't want to set your v your uh, DVR to fucking record that waste any space on your drive. Um, now we get into one that I think is actually semi cool, and I would I I don't know because I I say that only because Purdue is my side chick team in the Big Ten only because. When I grew up, they were they were great. I mean, they had great players like Rod Woodson, one of my favorite all-time uh, NFL cornerbacks slash safety in his old age was fantastic. Uh, I would I would build a defense around that kind of cornerback. Uh, Mike Allstott, uh, hands down, one of my favorite running backs of all time, hands down. That guy ran like just he's a freight train. And then you had uh, Drew Brees, another, I mean, come on, all-time great, right? He's got to be in the top 10, if not the top 15 of all-time great quarterbacks, Drew Brees. Fantastic. Also, a boilermaker. So, I always kind of silently root for Purdue. Um, They're going into Iowa. Uh, I don't see them really uh, doing anything exciting. I know they beat who was that maryland 40 to 14 last week or something like that uh impressive because they were out rondell moore and sindel are their quarterback so it's impressive that they found 40 points in that um jack was that Plummer or palmer jack palmer i think it is is their redshirt freshman quarterback uh purdue starts something like seven Red shirt freshman just on the offensive side of the ball. Red shirt freshman. Seven. That's pretty crazy for a team. No wonder they're having some struggles. Uh, but if they can put up another double digit, I I don't think they can do it. I just I don't think they can beat Iowa. Iowa has faced two of the toughest teams in the Big Ten. And, yes, I'm including us in that two Right there, two losses for them. They're going to be snapping at the bit to get a win. They're at home. They do the whole wave thing to the sick kids, which is impressive. Uh, Nate Stanley should get back on track. 
You got that Smith Marset kid as a wide receiver, still impressive. Geno Steele. Uh, I think that's Steele, I believe his name is. Geno, no, Geno Stone, my fault. Geno Stone. I mean, they're Hawkeyes. I'm not allowed to know who they are for real. Um, Geno Stone, still at safety. Uh, Golston and A.J. Espinessa. Yeah, Espinessa, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see Iowa losing this game. They're favored. They're given, uh, they're favored by 17. Uh... I don't know if I would take the 17 on that one. I still would pick. Uh, I would still pick Iowa to win. I just don't know if they uh, 14. You know, I, I I like Nate Stanley. I'm just not a huge fan. I you know he's good, but Purdue it seems to be putting things together even though they're missing two of their their offensive stars. So yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess Iowa could cover this. I'm glad I'm not a Vegas pick show, or you guys would hate me right now. But yeah, Iowa's going to get back on track. They'll beat. They'll beat Purdue pretty easy. Two touchdowns, set three touchdowns, whatever. They're going to win. Uh, they're at home. It's uh, kind of an easy slam dunk, if you ask me. Now, getting into the one game that I do kind of want to talk about. And on the face of it, it starts, it actually, it's tomorrow night, Friday night. Uh, no, two nights from now, I'm sorry. But uh, the, the one that I really want to talk about is Ohio State going into Northwestern. This is the rematch of the Big Ten title game, right? Um, whew. I, this should be a blowout. It should absolutely be a blowout. Ohio State's given 28 points. Um, the book nerds of Northwestern have not looked good this season. I mean, they have their offense is 118th ranked. Now, they obviously are missing Thorson, which is their, which was their senior quarterback from last year, who really was their catalyst for any type of real success offensively. And then that Hunter kid they have as their, their quarterback, he might not even be starting now, but that transfer did not seem to be working out very well for them. Um, yeah, it's a struggle for Northwestern. But if you dig into the numbers, right, if you dig into the points scored by quarter, if you can get, ideally get, this is how you beat Ohio State, guys, right? Now, Listen, Ohio State is everything in a bag of chips, right? They're the ninth best SEC team if they were in there. They're great. Um, but so they have the fourth-ranked offense and the second-ranked defense because they haven't played anybody. Let's just like to throw that in there so we all understand. Michigan State is proving that they're no one. So they haven't really played anybody. Zero. Nobody. And not this week, but next week they play Wisconsin and we'll really get to see what they're made out of. But right now, let's just go with the numbers. But um, there's a few things that make me think that Ohio State can come out sluggish. One, it is a straight look-ahead game. You will not take Northwestern seriously, nor should you. These book nerds are going to be writing reports, looking to see what kind of news angle they should get on their butt-whipping for this game. They are not somebody to be taken seriously. But they do have Wisconsin next week. 
So Ohio State may be so fo- so focused on Wisconsin that they may forget about Ohio. They may forget about Northwestern, and that is not good if you look at how they play football. Ohio State is average in three out of four quarters of the game. Right? They are slow starters. They average, or they yeah, they average about eleven points per force. First quarter, 11 points, first quarter. So if Northwestern can get to a lead of maybe two touchdowns, then they go into that first quarter. Then they end that going to the second. This is where you need to survive, and this is where your defense needs to step up and your coaching staff needs to be smarter than Ryan fucking Day. Right? I'm still not sold on this joker. But if you make great adjustments, you can beat this team because they score 22 points in the second quarter alone. They average 22 points every second quarter, right? So let's just say Northwestern's up 14 nothing By halftime, they're down by 10. If this just, you know, let's say they go up 24 because 22 is a hard number to hit. Uh, we'll just say 24 to 14. Or maybe 21-14. You're either down 10 or 7 by halftime if you just go by what they average, right? But if you can then come out and make some adjustments and get on top of them, they only average 9 points per third. And then, and obviously, the fourth is super weak because all their starters should be out of the game at this point. And they're only averaging about 6 points per game. I mean, per fourth quarter. So if you can survive the second quarter against Ohio State, you have a chance to beat this team. You absolutely have a chance to beat this team. Michigan State, as garbage as that offense is, hung in there, outplayed them in the first, should have been blown out in the first, but Ohio State stinks in the first quarter, so did Michigan State. Two to three turnovers in the first, and Ohio State didn't blow them out. Second quarter is where Ohio State really blew out Michigan State. Third and fourth quarter was a fight. I mean, it wasn't a fair fight, but it's still a fight, right? Um, survive the second quarter. You survive the second quarter, and you can beat Ohio State. Northwestern doesn't have the athletes to do it. They just don't. If you're going to get them in like an essay writing contest, They'll beat Ohio State every day because I think all you have to do is rub two rocks together to even make a spark to get into Ohio State. And even then, you're in honors classes. You don't have to be super smart is what I'm trying to say for any of you Ohio State fans that are listening because I know you listen. Um, Quit making out with your sister and listen to the podcast because you might learn something. All right? Um. So you survive the second quarter, you can beat Ohio State, plain and simple. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Ohio State's going to roll. I think it's going to be over by halftime. I think Ohio State's probably going to end up winning. They'll probably cover the 28. I'll be honest. They averaged 22 points in the second quarter alone. So why wouldn't I think, I mean, if you just go by the averages, they'll be up about, what, 33 to nothing, (laughs) probably by halftime. So they'll cover. They'll cover. They'll absolutely cover. Um, But that's the key. Wisconsin, if you're listening, 
survive the second quarter, meaning run Jonathan Taylor up their ass and don't allow that offense to get on the field, and you can beat Ohio State. They're not Goliaths. They're not that impressive. They have played nobody. They have played absolutely nobody, and that trend continues this week against Northwestern. Um, so that's it. Yeah, I pick Ohio State to cover. Uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota should cover. Um, Indiana should pull off the win going into Maryland at least by two touchdowns, especially if Josh Jackson and Anthony McFarland don't play. Um, Purdue will lose to Iowa. I mean, it's Iowa, I know they lost to Penn State, but that was a close game, and Penn State's uh, notch better than Purdue, and Purdue doesn't have two of their two of their starting like once again they don't have their quarterback or their running or their wide receiver and they're starting seven redshirt freshmen so my winners for this week Ohio State Iowa Wisconsin Minnesota and Indiana that's what I have that's what I think I hope we enjoy these games but let's face it Penn State Michigan is the only game that's interesting this week in the B1G um and like I said, Michigan's going to win that game. We're finally going to get a good game out of fucking fumble nuts Patterson. He, they're going to roll him out of the pocket. He's going to make some decent passes. Our two-headed monster of Charbonnet and Haskins is going to fucking just beat up that, that defensive line. And then Shea is going to pick apart a decent to, decent to okay uh, defensive backfield. I well, Michigan's going to win. And we're gonna. I think we're gonna look great. If not, God bless this season because it's over. But um, outside of that, guys, like I always say, it's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.